BDSM and non-standard relationships. Star exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as, as simply, simply fun, fun kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcast.com. This week on Erotic Awakening, negotiation, contest winners, and caning Dawn's tail. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Elegant Submission, quality one-of-a-kind submissive collars with imported crystal, handmade, chain mail, and genuine gemstones from the earth, not a lab. All Elegant Submission collars are fastened at the nape of your submissive's neck with a working padlock. Find out more at www.elegantsubmission.weebly.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you're offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right about now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about negotiation. And my first thought about negotiation is it's not about keeping yourself safe. It can be that, and it mm-hmm. should be. That's part of it. But it's also about getting that scene that you actually want. Ooh, indeed. I totally agree with that. So there is the aspect of keeping yourself safe, but there's also the aspect of, you know, having being able to explain what it is that you want. Yeah, and having a little bit of fun with it. Absolutely. So how to say yes. So hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Running a little bit late today. Today is the Monday night. We were thinking mm-hmm. about doing this last night, and uh, we played a game of Stone Age instead. We did. So, And we thought about doing it right after work today and played a game of Minecraft <laughs> instead. At my workplace, <laughs> I had a class of 20 people. I'm teaching something. It's got nothing to do with erotic anything. <laughs> but uh, I was trying to make a... Reference towards end-to-end services, that's not important, but I used a Minecraft reference. Right. And I had one person out of 20 go, oh, I play Minecraft too. <laughs> I had three people say, oh, yeah, my kids play that. So there you go. Nice. Um, yeah. Oh, guess yeah. what happened to me at work the other day? I don't have a clue. Well, I was sitting at my desk, and I giggled at something that a coworker said. And this guy's head, like, whipped around and looked at me. Yeah. <laughs> I I was afraid <laughs> it was a podcasting moment, but he just kind of looked at me and then kept on walking. And it's somebody that I don't usually work with, so ah. I'm kind of, yeah, it was kind of an overreaction for a giggle. <laughs> yes. You thought it was somebody who recognized that noise that you made. I did. So, and it still could be, but he hasn't said anything. <laughs> I think the reason that that bothers you, and this we're going to jump out to a shout out to good Sir Bungie, who is out there serving in the <laughs> desert somewhere. Um, he's actually, and, and in all um, seriousness, we appreciate those that are serving in the armed forces, whether they're the American armed forces or other armed forces, like our friend Bungie. Um, it's a heck of a thing to put yourself out there and put your either your nation or your job or your beliefs in front of your own personal. I'm sure that he would much rather be sitting in the air conditioning somewhere. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he got a dump of our podcast on a data stick that was sent to him. And apparently uh, he still fondly remembers the episode of (laughs) me caning you. And I believe someone, is that who turned that into a ringtone? I think that is who turned it into a ringtone. I think it is as well. And then had it on his phone during a meeting when his phone went off. So (laughs) it was was me being caned. It was indeed. 
I don't remember if we negotiated me caning you or not. I don't remember, sir. <laughs> I don't think we need to negotiate, you and I. <laughs> well, now, that's an interesting thing. So let's talk a little bit about negotiation. Last week, we talked about the scene that you and I did with the, our, um, with really, well, all it was was tape mm-hmm. on the floor and my shirt. Right. And I used my shirt to tie your hands up and tied you to me and flipped you around and grabbed you and tried to push you out of the box after I told you to stay in the box to get some, re- some resistance play. Mm-hmm. But before we went in there to play, our negotiation, the sum of our negotiation was, let's play. Right. So what is that bullshit? Shouldn't we have sat down at a table and had a long conversation about what is and isn't on the table? You and I specifically? Yes. No, we've been doing this for 16 years now. So at this point, I mean, there's hardly anything that you can't do. I mean, there's a, a few things that you know would trigger me, so you wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Not in a public place anyway. And, um, nah, everything's pretty much on the table for you and I. So it's a blank canvas. So you and I are very fortunate that we are at that stage where it is, it's pretty much, we know each other well enough that I simply lead instinctively. Mm-hmm. And it ends up being a nice scene for us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, on occasion, they're not as powerful as we would have liked. Uh, but there's also a lot of factors around you when you scene that can influence as well. Absolutely. Well, and for us, sometimes we're tired. We had just presented all day. So the fact that we got any energy out of that scene mm-hmm. was, was somewhat amazing. So and, and it was a pretty amazing scene. But that's, I mean, I think as we were walking to the piece of equipment, if there was anything wrong with me, I would have let you know. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, by the way, feeling lightheaded or hey, and by the way, And you do that all the time. You often or, do that. Or right. um, having, um, don't take my panties off for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, like girl time sort of thing. Right, so just little little things, though it's still your choice whether you do it or not. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, we're fortunate that uh, we actually teach a class with a variety of styles of negotiation, and let's talk about one style of negotiation right now. And this is for people that are maybe they don't know each other so well, mm-hmm. whether it's pickup play at an event or somebody that you met via some dating website. Not that I'm recommending that, but people do it. Uh, The first style that we'll talk about is river style. And river style is pretty much a scripted scene. Mm -hmm. This is where you say, I want this, but not that. No assumptions are built into it. It's very specific. Like a river, it flows in a particular direction. And it's got a specific goal. And Yes, exactly. So So you may find that you want to be flogged. Mm -hmm. So you may negotiate with somebody very specifically. I want you to flog me. You can tie me up. You cannot tie me up. But really, what I want out of this is a flogging. And just a flogging. The nice thing about river style is you're not allowing the dominant or the top to be... uh, to get in his mind, well, maybe I'll rub her nipples now, or maybe I'll grab his balls now, or maybe I'll, right. you know, it's very clear what you do and don't want. You're not saying go over to your toy box and f- pull out whatever you want. Mm-hmm. This is very specific. Uh, and if the top agrees to that, then that's fantastic, right? Don't think that you can't negotiate like that. If the top agrees to it, then great. Then they must like that too. Right. So it's a good scene. So indeed. And I know a lot of people that like to do river style of scening so and these are these are words that dan and i made up but it's just visuals that that we see when we Mm -hmm. negotiate so i see people that will um especially for like a service topping you know if they find a top that's really good at a specific thing Mm -hmm. they'll go into it and say you know this is what i'm looking for top i would like a body drumming I would like to be naked. I would like to be on the table. I would like this kind of music. Body drumming only. Please don't let your hands wander. Yes. 
you know, or something like that. But that's specifically what they're looking for. And it usually seems to be around a skill. Mm-hmm. You know, it. I don't usually see a lot of um, power exchange. Right. This is more of a, this of is, a... I think this is very much a, a specific skill. I mm-hmm. want to taste the whip. I want to try being spanked. You know, right. that, to try a specific skill. Uh, you may target someone you see that, oh, look at this guy. He's doing good at that. Maybe he'll play with me then. Exactly. So now another style that we play with is called lake. And mm-hmm. I actually like lake a little bit more. Okay. So um, I would have to say when I played with Crazy Heart, so and that was up at the um, the People of Kink um, celebration weekend, mm-hmm. I would say that's more lake style. And lake style, I, I still see it visually. It kind of sets some parameters, and like anything in this set of parameters is allowed. Mm-hmm. So, and that's kind of what we did. So we thought about what we had done before and we knew we liked all of that. And so we just kind of set some boundaries and then he was allowed to play in those boundaries. Yeah. And that's a great way to put that. The lake style is more of a, I like this kind of activity. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you like stingy better than thuddy. Or maybe you're in the mood for thuddy instead of stingy, right? right? Maybe you look at somebody's toy bag and you say, oh, yeah, that's fine. Or mm-hmm. you pull one or two things out and say, not these things, but anything in there is fine. So it does allow the top to be more intuitive. It's more broader, um, of course, but you still want to set some parameters around that. You know, you might say, I'm okay with this, this, but no sex right. or no sexuality, you know, no sex touching. Uh, because again, you have to be no sex, maybe no intercourse to someone. And if what you mean is you don't want your naughty bits even rubbed, then right. you might say, you know, no rubbing my naughty bits. So that's an idea with any of the styles that we talk about. So make sure you define your words. Mm. So with sensuality, sexuality, um, you know, if I say no sensuality, that may mean no kissing as well. Right. So make sure you throw that in there. So um, I try to define, with Lake, I like to define a couple of things I'm not okay with. And I like to define a couple of things that I'm absolutely okay with. Right. So they know kind of what direction to go and they get a yes out of that. And Mm -hmm. it's not all no, 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 I don't want, I don't want, I don't want. And for Lake style, a lot of it, you can base it on, for myself, I like to think, base it on the toy bag itself. Mm-hmm. When I look at the toy bag, I can say these, I'm not saying use every toy in there, but I can say, I'm okay with these kinds of toys. Oh, oh, here's some sounds. Let me take those out because I don't want to <laughs> play with sounds, right? Right. Um, so you are, it's still, there's still boundaries, but mm-hmm. it's a lot more broad. It's a lot more trusting of the, the top to lead you a certain place. Exactly. So like with uh, Crazy Heart, we knew we had played with canes before. You and I just taught sensual spanking the night before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I told him anything like that was in that realm. So he had done um, breast play with me with canes before. So we knew that was okay. You know, and just stuff like that. So we picked out the piece of equipment. I told him I don't like to stand long because I get lightheaded. So he found a bench blah 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 threw it all together and it worked so to me so that's even with um sir will Mm -hmm. it's the same thing i know you're good at this but i want to experience that um i know this is off the table but all of this is okay and then be creative with it Mm -hmm. so you know it's funny we talk about this from a perspective of bdsm Mm -hmm. but these same styles of negotiation work just fine for straight up sex 
I'm reminded of river style, right? Where I want this, but not this. I want this specific thing. Right. At a swing club, you had someone whose negotiation was, <laughs> I want to eat your pussy. That's what he said. He wanted to eat my pussy. And you, you know, we, in your negotiation with him, you said, oh, well, what, do, what, what else is going to happen? He said, nope, I just want to eat your pussy. And um, that's a very clear negotiation. It and that's, was. It's just because it's not BDSM doesn't mean you can't use that kind of negotiation. Yeah. The same with... But then he tried to switch it up on me later, <laughs> and I said, nope, that's not what we negotiated. Exactly. So I stuck him to it. Before we go deeper into the negotiation type stuff, because we have a few other that even broader and mm-hmm. give you other opportunities, we do want to thank uh, Kathy from the New York City. A, or Actually, I take that back. Kathy from New York. I don't know where in New York she is. But she is a new subscriber to the newsletter, and we appreciate that. Thanks a- for joining the list. So, and I should have that out soon because, um, well, it might be too late. I was going to, the last time we wrote notes on this, PXS only had five tickets left. And I was going <laughs> to put a newsletter out and put on there that there's only five tickets left. Yes. But I saw a couple of tickets come through today, yes. so it may be too late. We are um, really close to being sold out. I would say that we are sold out, but if a EA podcast listener wrote and said, I've never been to an event, I need, an, I need a ticket, I need to go something like mm-hmm. this. Feel free to write us, and we'll, we'll squeeze you in there. We normally have two or three people who don't show up, so right. we have a little flexibility there. Not a whole lot. It's going to be a busy, busy event. It is, so, and it's all coming together so well. We have such a great staff. Oh, it, you know, it's just it's such a joy. So easy to put this event together mm-hmm. now because we could just turn certain parts over to our staff. Right. Uh, we are actually increasing the staff by two people, or at least we're going to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a huge part for us. Obviously, that's... Um, it just makes our life so much easier to have such a, a, a enthusiastic and invested group of people that, that help us put this together and run it. Indeed, indeed. Good, good people. So I do want to mention that we did mention last week for the first time we had our brand new Find the Tentacle contest. <laughs> uh, it just strikes me, of course, quite humorously that it was Chip the Tentacle guy who won the contest. Isn't that fabulous? That is so cool. Y- uh, yeah. Of anybody to win the contest. Yep, look. There's his tentacles on our blanket. Oh, right from the chip te- from uh, from our friend Chip, who yep. sent me this blanket for this fine quilt that Bat made for us. A T-shirt for the fine quilt. All EA <laughs> listeners can participate in the Finding the Tentacles contest and win handmade kinky crafts. Find out more at the end of the show. Nice, nice. What else do we have? Well, there's very little else to talk about beyond the other styles of negotiation. Mm-hmm. We have to actually do some packing. You and I are both about to get ready on to the, get on the road. We're getting ready to do something weird this weekend. But before I tell you about that, I okay. do want to tell you about this. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by KJ Canes, home of the original designer glow-in-the-dark and light-up canes. It's where art and pleasure come together to suit your unique style. They have the biggest selections of canes on the net. And it's more than canes. Check out the great selection of hand-poured, low-temp paraffin and soy wax candles, as well as all the basics such as gags, collars, fetish jewelry, nipple clamps, whips, floggers, paddles, vibes, and more. Find out how you can get a $25 order with a 10% off (laughs) coupon using the discount code DanandDawn15 at KJCanes.com. Did you try to read that backwards? I did try to read that backwards. (laughs) I'm glad that you caught that. That was pretty sneaky. So as you were about to say, we have uh, two trips coming up, neither one uh, in each other's car, so to speak. No, and it's really weird. So you're going 
south and I'm going north. Mm -hmm. So you're going to go teach and I'm going to go not teach. I'm actually going to go listen to uh, Lee Harrington teach something and uh, Michelle Bellinger. So it's Michelle Bellinger's event up in Cleveland. And um, there's a couple of really good people doing some stuff that I want to listen to. So it's uh, Lee Harrington's going to be doing Power Exchange, Energy Exchange. And Traiano, I think is the way it's pronounced, rope person, is going to be doing how to bind intent using rope for magical purposes. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I kind of ad-libbed the title of that workshop. But those are the two that I really want to do. So I'm going to the House Kefaru Open House. Fantastic. I'm sure you're going to have a wonderful time there. And I'm hoping to do an interview with Lee and Michelle. So last time I interviewed Michelle, it was on Biting. This time, I think it's on her new fiction series. Good. And I will be pointing my car to the south, as you mentioned, heading to the clean West Virginia mountain air, where I will be teaching at Spring Poly Fever. That will be May 15th to May 19th. Um, You can actually go to that and use the discount code Daniel B and get 25 bucks off the registration fee. I just figured out that it is uh, fully inclusive. Once you show up, they feed you there and all that kind of jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have, I keep saying when I talk about going there by myself, going to a poly event by myself, I keep telling our EA listeners that they should come join me. And I keep hearing from my um, poly partners, mm-hmm. meaning you and Karen, <laughs> that uh, you're expecting quite the lineup of People, oh, you're there by yourself. Well, I'll just go over there and slime on you. Yeah. Well, I certainly hope that happens because I haven't got any nibbles at all yet. Aw. No, no, no. It's going to be so weird with you doing that at a poly event, though. Absolutely. It just really is. We're used to teaching together, and I can't get the Friday off work, so that kind of screws up the weekend for teaching. Yep. It's pretty funny. Um, Karen was saying, well, you'll probably go there and you'll flirt with everybody and mm-hmm. all that jazz. And I was like, you know, I'm not really into that. I'm not really feeling that. Right. And then I find out the first class on Book to Teach on Friday is flirting. flirting. <laughs> so I guess I will be doing some flirting, at least for an hour and a half for that have class. Have you looked at the notes to see how you're going to do it without me? I have not. I have not, because we normally play off each other very mm-hmm. well on that. So that's going to be quite the trick. So it's going to be interesting. So, and then I keep thinking I'm going to this event and I'm going to be flirting with people because I actually know people that are going to be there. You know, it's two weeks before the event. I'm probably going to hide in my room when I'm not going to a class. Or if I have the amazing talent to be able to transport myself to another location at the same time as I'm in a workshop, <laughs> I'm going to go to the GLLA Ohio contest um, for boot blacking. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it, but Rick's Kitten, who is on our PXS staff, yep. is going to be um, in the lineup for boot blacking. So she's going to be in the contest. Yep. So, so any uh, any of our listeners who happen to know Rick's Kitten, send her a word of encouragement. Absolutely. So if I can make it there, I certainly will. But I also want to go to these two classes. Don't know how I can do both, even though they'll be in the same city. <laughs> I may it's all a matter of how stretchy you want to stretch yourself. <laughs> well, Sunday is going to be stretchy anyway because I'm going to drive from Cleveland to Lancaster for a granddaughter's uh, ballet recital mm-hmm. <laughs> and then try to go to a poly meeting in Dayton that is held by the boyfriend and his wife, so Big D and his wife, so that I get to spend some time with them and uh, talk about metamors. And- that should be pretty interesting. And for... pick up the puppy on the way. Oh, yeah. 
For those uh, listeners that are not in Ohio, that's about 500 miles of driving she's talking about. <laughs> in one day to go to three different things. <laughs> so two other styles of uh, negotiation we want to talk about. Uh, there's also there's actually another one about uh, ritual BDSM, oh. writer and written. We'll leave that one be. Maybe we'll talk about ritual BDSM for the letter R when we get to that. Oh, that would be nice, actually. It would so be. So neat. But I do want to talk about blank canvas style of negotiation. Now, blank 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 canvas is a little scary for me. It can be. I'm blank canvas with you. But I had someone ask me after we had played Lake Style a couple of times. Mm-hmm. He said the next time he played with me, he wanted blank canvas. Or did he now? Yes. Do you know what who you I say? mean? Yes, absolutely. I, know <laughs> I said, um, yes, sir, that would be great. <laughs> it was scary because he's a sadist. The, the idea of the blank canvas is where I turn myself over to you. Do what you will. You would build big boundaries, but the rest of it you just let itself work out. Mm-hmm. So you could set. You would probably, when we say big boundaries, that would be around intercourse, whether it's on the table, off the table. If it's on the table, what are your safer sex guidelines? Right. You would set big boundaries around perhaps certain locations, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're an event, you're an event, but you might say we're not going here, we are going there. So... For those that are wondering if we still have Ginger the Podcasting Puppy, there's the answer to that. So, Dawn, you were saying with Blank Canvas, you had a thought? Uh, Absolutely. So, because I still, even with Blank Canvas, except with you, I still give a couple of limitations, like you were saying. You know, sometimes it's space, sometimes it's something like that. Um, Last person that I did Blank Canvas with... You know, they know that there's a certain type of play that's actually triggering for me. Mm-hmm. So I'll bring up, you know, we can't do this sort of play. And please don't say this word because it reminds me of that sort of play. Right. And um, then I also have like three rules when I play with somebody else. They can't. Um, I don't do face slapping with anybody else mm-hmm. but you. Um, I don't kneel for anybody else but you. And the person that did the blank canvas had me sit on the floor with them. And they were like, this isn't considered kneeling, right? And right. I'm like, no, there's an intent behind it. It's more about the intent. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to kneel in submission to you or wear your collar. And then another point during the scene, or no, actually asked before the scene, he put a whip around my neck. Mm-hmm. And he goes, would this be considered a collar? I'm like, only if you're considering it to be a collar. If it's a whip around the neck, it's a whip around the neck. So it's more about the the intent. So, you know, I was still able to set those couple of little rules because they're just between me and you. Right. So, and then everything else goes. Right. So it's a little scary to have the and everything else goes. Sure. But what was funny is that I told him I was okay with um, a couple of other things. Like sex, I was okay with sex as long as safer sex was used. And um, he's like, nope, that's off the table for me. I don't do that with anybody but my girl. Mm-hmm. So he's allowed to set boundaries, too. So the, the top is absolutely allowed to set boundaries. Sure. So, but I like, <laughs> I like lake and blank canvas a lot. Uh, you know, for me, it really depends on who I'm playing with. There's times when I really prefer the river style, where it's a very straightforward. Yeah. Versus, you know, it's like somebody wants to try a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Um, all three are of value. I particularly like... I really have to be in the zone with somebody to, to for the blank canvas to really work because that's driven by – I like that because it allows me to be intuitive. Right. Um, and it allows me to suspend their need 
you know, they're saying you just run with it and mm-hmm. you'll it'll work out fine, whatever it is. So in River, I'm very much what is it that you want to get out of this scene? Oh, I want a really hard spanking. Okay, then I will deliver a hard spanking and you'll get what you want out of this. And I'll enjoy that as well. Where Blank Canvas, you don't have that. Here, what do you want to get out of this? I don't know. Good. I don't know either. Let's mm-hmm. see where it goes. The only other style that we uh, normally talk about, we don't have to spend a whole lot of time talking about this because people do know about our Kickstarter cards. It is a really easy way to negotiate. Um, if you're not familiar with the Kickstarter cards, eroticawakening.com slash Kickstarter, you can actually see a little video of them in play. Oh, yeah. Well, and we like the Kickstarter cards. Well, that's the whole reason we built them is because we don't know how to negotiate. So we talk about river, we talk about lake, we talk about um, blank canvas. We've mm-hmm. got a couple of other styles. Like they're more wooey, woo 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 woo. Yes. <laughs> so we're not going to talk about them too much on here. But um, we are still kind of crappy at negotiating. So um, I end up getting flogged a lot because everybody has floggers. You know, right. when there's really other stuff I would be interested in, but I don't know what they're interested in, and I don't know what kind of toys they have, and I don't know what I really mm-hmm. want. And I just want to, when I seen, I like to connect with people, and I'm not exactly sure what the tool is going to be that causes that connection. Right. So, and if I pick something, that means I'm saying no to everything else. So... It's kind of hard to, to choose something when you're saying no to everything else. Um, oh, my God. Where the hell was I going with that? Oh, so the Kickstarter cards yeah, comes in very handy with that. The, the nice thing about the Kickstarter cards for me is because there's 30 different potential scenes. Mm-hmm. There's 18 accessories, 15 different things to go with it. Um, it allows you to just, instead of having to say, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? You can just spread out these cards and, and mutually go through them and, you know, give yourselves ideas. Like you may never be, you may never have thought about um, that somebody might be into double penetration. Right. So when they take that card and they put it in the, the okay pile, that's mm-hmm. like, well, that's pretty empowering. <laughs> um, there's a particular card in there for uh, master of a sex slave for a day. Right. And that's not nothing I would normally bring up in negotiation, right? But it's a, if somebody says that's okay with them, via the cards, that gives you that ability to say, this is the kind of things that I like without having to say, I want to be your sex toy. I want to be fucked with a vegetable. You know, I want to be shaven. I want mm-hmm. my feet beaten. You know, you may have a challenge being able to say those things, but by just having those cards out there, it lets the other person say, oh, okay, so this is the kind of thing you're into. And then they can just say, nope, I'll just take this card out. It's not personal. You don't take it personal when people negotiate like that. Right, exactly. So, and it's just it's just awesome. And, and sometimes it just frees your mind a little bit, too, mm-hmm. when you see it in writing, you know, on a card. So there can be times that my mind is just locked up with what do I want to do. And I start going through the cards and it's like, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> the little creative, creative juices <laughs> start flowing. And it's really neat <laughs> if you share four cards with somebody and they say, I'm not into this one, but I like these three. It doesn't, uh-huh. make, it doesn't make it feel like you've picked something bad. Right. Because instead you can focus on the positive. Exactly. So that is the Kingstarter cards. And that's, in the brief nutshell, the whole idea around negotiation. What else shall we say about negotiation? Well, just that um, I still like to mention to make sure you cover what your safe words are going to be. Absolutely. You know, if um, you're not going to be able to speak because you have like a gag in your mouth or something, make sure you have some sort of drop symbol. So Mm -hmm. your safe word is something that you drop. 
Um, go over your physical limitations. So, you know, it could be your time of the month. So you have to, whatever, you know, take care of yourself that way. Um, go over aftercare. What are you going to need aftercare wise? So do you bring your own blanket? Are you going to need chocolate? Do you need to just be left alone? Do you need Mm -hmm. to be sent back to your owner? You know, are you with your owner and you need something specific from them? You know, just think of all those kinds of things that you're going to need. You know, when you start a scene, how do you like to start a scene? I like to start a scene with eye contact and touching. You know, I don't like starting a scene with someone going, okay, strip. Right. Unless it's a very DSC scene. Sure. <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, try to think of what it is, what you want. And if you're really new, just start small with the river style and find someone that can deliver something specific. Mm-hmm. So, sounds like great advice. Of. Awesomeness. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show and its educational branch, the Monkey Puzzle Club. Join us the third Friday of each month for Fetish Foreplay Friday. I had to ask Monkey King the other night. I'm like, you know what? I say this every week, but when is Fetish Foreplay Friday? (laughs) (laughs) So join us the third Friday of each month for Fetish Foreplay Friday at Club Princeton in Columbus, Ohio. Classes begin at 8 p.m. with party immediately following. Do you know where you can catch the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show? No. Neither do I. I thought it wasn't called Porter's Pub anymore. Yes, it still is. Oh. Well, then Porter's Pub it is. Porter's Pub in Columbus, Ohio, the fourth Friday of every month. The Monkey Puzzle Club also meets at the room every Wednesday at 8 p.m. at the Columbus Insight Center. Meet Dan and Dawn while you're there. Or Dan and or Dawn. (laughs) And follow us on Twitter at MonkeyPuzzleOH. You can also follow both the Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle Club on FetLife.com for all announcements and discussions. EA listeners can participate in our Find the Tentacle Contest and win handmade kinky crafts. Just head over to kinkcraft.co slash eroticawakening and follow the directions to find the tentacles, like Chip the Tentacle Guy did. Each week, one winner will be selected at random to receive anything from the site for free. And if you don't win, you can still use the discount code DANANDAWN to get 10% discount off the entire order. Go to kinkcraft.com for the Kinky Craft Contest. Don't go to kinkcraft.com. Go to kinkcraft.co. Oh my goodness, we have to fix that. (laughs) Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan. 